Do you have any family members or loved ones who have fallen away from the Catholic faith? I can think of a few close friends, actually. In fact, one in particular that is just not practicing the faith. That is the number one prayer request here at Relevant Radio, uh, and with good reason. You know, we love our friends and family members, and we want them to be close to Jesus and uh, obviously eventually to get to heaven. And uh, for all of our listeners who may have a relative or loved one that has fallen away from the Catholic Church, so uh, please listen up because we're going to dive right into it. Uh, Joining us live this morning from College Station, Texas is Morning Air contributor Marcel Lejeune to share how we can evangelize those fallen away Catholics and also share a few things that we do not want to do. Marcel is the president and founder of Catholic Missionary Disciples, a Catholic apostle that works with Catholic leaders to form missionary disciples who make then missionary disciples themselves. Marcel, thanks so much for being with us. It's great to be with you. Happy Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul the Apostle. Thanks for having me, and what a what a great feast day to talk about what we're going to talk about. And prepping for this uh, topic, and I really enjoyed uh, the your article that you wrote, "How to Evangelize Fallen Away Catholics," uh, there at, at CatholicMissionaryDisciples.com. It really made me think. Uh, you know, I have a close friend uh, who was in my wedding party, and the guy has fallen away from the faith. He doesn't go to church anymore. And I mean, I love him like a brother, and I, you know, gently remind him, you know, on a regular basis, hey, you know. Don't, don't forget about Jesus. Uh, but it's such a challenge because I think just about everybody has somebody that they know that is far away from the church. What do you think we're doing uh, you know, wrong a, as uh, the Catholic Church in, in terms of why people are not practicing uh, their Catholic faith anymore, uh, especially I'm talking about the ones who have fallen away? Yeah, absolutely. This is a, and you're right. It is a tough question, right? Everybody's asking it. Everybody's asking for prayers for it. This is the number one question I get when I go do speaking gigs and uh, train people to evangelize. How do I reach that person that's uh, in my family, a, a friend, you know, somebody I went to school with, whatever it is, a neighbor who no longer goes to church, who says they're a Catholic or were raised Catholic? And, and I got to tell you, first of all, I'm going to tell you for us, for you and I who have these friends and family, and I think pretty much everybody does, right? We have to acknowledge this is a a pain point for each one of us. This is something that hurts. And it's okay that this hurts because I think it hurts God uh, in a sense, in that fatherly heart that he desires that we all be with him in a right relationship and part of his family, his church. And to be a formal member of it, to be a to be a practicing member of it, to be a faithful disciple within the Catholic Church. That's what that's what God wants. And so his desires, our desire there, and let's acknowledge it's difficult for all of us. And and let's make sure that we're we're offering that pain right back to the one who's able to do something with it. It's the Heavenly Father, because we can't just fix it. And so up top I want to say there is no silver bullet here. There's no magic formula that's just going to make, you know, if you do X, Y, and Z, it's going to bring those people back. That's not how this works. So, so this is kind of your best practices, the things we can improve on. These are the things we need to, to try to get better at. But even if we did it all perfectly on our end, doesn't mean that that other person who has that free will is going to respond in the way we want them to in the timeline we want them to. Now, flip that up. 
we have to have faith that God's desire matches our desire, and He's doing so much more behind the scenes to move that person's heart to conversion than we could possibly imagine. And so let's remember that God is in charge, and that's where we need to place our faith. So that's the first thing I want to say before we get into kind of the, the tactic, the strategy, the the evangelization, you know, mission. Marcel, I know you have a, a number of uh, really good uh, suggestions uh, of what we what we can do when someone falls mm-hmm. away from the church and stops going to mass, and then they no longer even think of themselves as Catholic. Yeah, and the first thing you got to do is you're going to have to probably work on that relationship that was probably wounded, or you know. Uh, may not even much exist anymore because of the difference in lifestyle, because of the difference in belief. A lot of times what ends up happening is somebody steps going to church and they start to look at you differently and you start to look at them differently. And sometimes that affects your relationship. I know it has in my friendships and some family. Um, and so what I've found is that you got to work on the relationship kind of from the, from the baseline. How do I become a better friend to this person? How do I become a better relative to this person? How do I love them better right where they are in them, in the situation they're in and what they believe? And one of the ways we can do that is we don't just go in with both barrels blasting, right? We don't want to go in and start telling them why they need to go back to church. We don't want to go back right into a relationship that needs work and answer a bunch of questions that they may not even have. And what do I mean by that? Answer the questions they don't even have. Well, if you go in and you're like, do you know what you're missing? Do you understand that the Eucharist is truly the body, blood, soul, and divinity of of Jesus Christ? And that when you don't go to Mass, you don't get that? Well, what if they do know that? And some people might be thinking, what do you mean, what if they do know that? Um, It's just a matter of knowing the right things and being catechized better. That's what. And I would say that's not always the case. I know people who have master's degrees in theology. I know people who went through seminary and got ordained as priests and are no longer priests. I know people who worked for the church for decades who used to be DREs and teach the faith all the time. They have all the head knowledge, but they just don't believe. They no longer believe those things. And so it's not just merely about the information that needs to be given. Sometimes it's also that they need somebody to listen to about their concerns. And if we go in with the both barrels blazing without knowing why they left. So I'll tell you, there's a woman I know worked at two large apostolates. She worked at parishes and she left not because of a doctrine. She left because she didn't feel like there was really good community. What she needed was friends. So if we could find that need, we can fulfill that need, but it starts by asking the right questions. Patrick is joining us this morning from Austin, Texas. Uh, good morning, uh, Patrick. Uh, you're on the air with Marcel Lejeune. So I have three children. All went to Catholic school. We're a very Catholic family. Uh, my oldest daughter, Luckily, married her high school sweetheart, and they are uh, living and going to church every Sunday. My youngest son is in the seminary studying to become a priest, but my middle daughter uh, in her 20s is sort of just, I can't get her to go to Mass. I, I honestly had to say to her, it's okay. I remember when I was in my 20s, you know, that was kind of a transition period, but I'd really like you to go to Mass. you have any suggestions? Yeah, first thing I'd start to ask is, you know, Getting her to go to Mass is kind of the end game, if you will, right? The, the first step is what you want, really, is for her to have this living, personal relationship with the one that she's fallen in love with, Jesus Christ. And because of that, she wants to go and worship Him in the Eucharist, which is the height, right? It's the source and summit of our faith, correct? So we want to get her to Mass. That's an end goal, if you will, just like we want to get her to go to heaven. 
it's not the first step. It's one of the second, third, fourth steps. So the first step really is to start to build that relationship with your daughter again and to do it as a young adult. And I know as a, as a dad of young adults myself, this is difficult because, you know, they were in your house and you're sometimes you're wanting to tell them what's right and wrong, just like you were when they were 10 years old. So start to ask her those questions. Start to ask. So I know you're not really going to mass. Tell me why. What's going on? Are you struggling to believe? And then just listen. As much as you want to be the dad who has all the right answers and just teach or correct or do those things. I know this is how I operate. Just listen. Where are they? You know, sit down over a cup of coffee or if they're old enough, have a beer with her. Do it in the backyard where it's kind of relaxed and you have time to do this and turn off, in a sense, your dad instinct to have the answer and, and turn on those listening ears, the heart of a father who wants to know where is my daughter? What's going on? Um, ask her, you know, what do you believe about God? Uh, what kind of relationship with you know, the family that you hope to have in the future? What does that look like? Is there something that happened at church that, that led you into, you know, I don't know if this is right or wrong. And the point here is to try to understand where she's coming from. And the principle you're operating under is, I don't have to agree with everything she says or believes at this point in order to understand where she is. Okay, understanding does not necessitate agreement. And when you can understand a little better, then you can start to aim for, okay, well, did she find, you know, a lack of community? Is there a doctrine she's struggling with? Is there like the scandals that something that, you know, drove her away or she placed a seed of doubt within her? And then start to pray in particular for that thing and start to make invitations into the future when you think the Holy Spirit's prompting you. And then remember, it's, it, there's no perfect formula. Patrick, I really appreciate it. Uh, I hope that that helps. Uh, we go to Rocco joining us this morning from the Bronx in New York. Uh, Rocco, you're on the air uh, with Marcella June. Thank you so, so much for taking my call. I just wanted to say uh, that I have children that don't go to Mass anymore or church or believe. Uh, my one daughter, she, she didn't even baptize her kids. They wanted to wait till the kids make their own, own choice. And our son, the same way, didn't baptize the kids. One of my grandchildren is 24 years old. So when I talk to them, I used to be both barrels, like you said, but I learned that that's not doing anything. So I just decided to pray for them, let go and let God. I mean, it's up to him. And, and, and I don't know what else I could do about it. Yeah, Rocco, I know where you're at. and It's difficult, right? And you think like, well, I got nothing left. Um, and here's what I want to tell you. First of all, I want to give you a little bit of hope. God cares more than you could possibly care, Rocco. He's right there in the midst of the pain and suffering of having a family member or having multiple family members who don't go to church because you love them so much that you want them to go to heaven. That's a great thing. So does God. So does God. Never doubt that, okay? And in that, then what would God do? He'd do anything to get them to go to heaven, right? So would you. So first of all, be patient in the process. It's difficult. And never grow impatient with that timeline that God has. So that means in your own prayer, tell God about that. God, why? Move, Lord. You know, plead with him. Just like in the Psalms, plead with him. On the end of the personal relationship, make sure you're not doing a couple things. You never want to rag on anybody. You never want to rant on anybody. You never want to be that person who's kind of the squeaky wheel who's just annoying somebody. Why don't you go to Mass? You know, do that. But on the flip, you don't want to not do anything either, right? So you want to do something. So make an invitation for, hey, when next time they visit, 
we're going to say a family prayer together. Would you pray with us and then make it as sincere and honest a prayer of heart that you could possibly do and pray for them and then tell them you're praying for them. And then the next month, ask them what they need prayers for and then do that month after month after month and continue to make invitations into prayer, into other opportunities to experience the Holy Spirit and then start to see where things are moving. And if you need more tips, because I know we're running out of time, I've got a lot on my blog, and I also have a book I wrote. It's called The Contagious Catholic. It's all about practical tips on how to evangelize. And I hate selling books, okay? I do. I hate doing the self-promotion thing. But herein, I put all these things down that I've tried to learn, time-tested things that I stole from all the best evangelists, and I put it in a book. Go buy it. It might be able to help you, Rocco. You know, a lot of people uh, have this issue on their minds of their fallen away uh, loved ones. Really appreciate uh, your expertise. Uh, this is this is what you uh, do best. And so I appreciate the advice giving it to our our listeners here this morning. Real quick, where can they uh, go to to read your blog? CatholicMissionaryDisciples.com. And, and I'll be praying for all those people who didn't call and the people waiting on lines and the ones who did and for their families, because I think we need to pray for one another as well. Absolutely. How to Evangelize Fallen Away Catholics at CatholicMissionaryDisciples.com. Thanks, uh, Marcel Lejeune, the president and founder of Catholic Missionary Disciples. This entire episode of Morning Air is on the Relevant Radio app. The Relevant Radio app is completely free and updated daily with fresh articles, podcasts, and prayers. Don't delay. Download the app today, and thanks for listening.